everybody. Welcome to the Call of Brother podcast. This is Dvorisnikov uh, here with another great episode from the bunker of our bedroom. Now, now this is Jamal with the Call of Brother podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. I have with me once again, Mike and Jesse. What's up? How's it going? What's, What's going up, on, brothers? Oh, nothing, man. Nothing. How are you guys feeling? Are you feeling relaxed? Do you feel ready to get back into the real world? Uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not, man. Not at all. Not Unprepared at all. for the work week. Guys, yeah. uh, we are recording this right after taking a trip to the Rocky Mountains. That's right. We were camping, a glamping, if you will, in a very luxurious cabin at the top of the mountains in, uh, what, what was it? Where were we at? Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Tennessee. That's right. And as soon as we got home, we said we got to do a podcast. So here we are. So we got a couple of things that we learned on the uh, not podcast, but we learned while in the mountains. And I have a teaching tech moment. But Mike, like he always does, starts us off with something that he is very knowledgeable about, which is family and know how about things that involve family. So, Mike, through this Gatlinburg trip, what did you learn? What are you going to tell us? Man, um. The Gatlinburg trip was amazing. Um, I had a good time. It's always good when you can get friends and families and adults that get along to go out and just have a good time, eat, drink, be merry, socialize with one another. So I had a good time. I thought the, the cabin was nice. A lot of stairs. Did a lot ton of stairs. stairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a five-bedroom, five I think four baths, maybe more bedrooms. They turned a few bedrooms, you know, the two mm-hmm. couple of rooms in the bedrooms, but we had a total of what, six couples? Uh, eight couples. No, not eight couples. No, eight people. Like eight, four eight, couples. Twelve, 12 four couples. couples. Man, it's <laughs> not the strong suit here at Cold yeah. Podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm still recovering, bro. Uh, I haven't right. been right since Friday night of the Gatlinburg trip. I mean, that's there were some right. things that was going on that. You're not going to do that. I'm not no, going to you know, right, go so, into. Yeah, thank you. But I'm still, I'm still recovering from. Um, <laughs> We're not even going to do a, that. A, a, a long night or a short night of adulting <laughs> on yeah, Friday. I mean, we adulting. got there. We felt that you know. I think we all crashed about ten and thought it was like two, three in the morning, but it was early. <laughs> I got so a question for weird. you, Mike. That was what weird we, for me. Yes. If someone's listening and they want to take a family friend trip. Do you remember any of the preparations that we did to get here? Like as far as meetings, food, uh, who's riding with who? What what should people look out for? Yeah, well, when you're doing these big trips and you're trying to all be on one accord, there's a lot of planning and big ups to the women that went into the planning and the men. So, you know, yeah, they went into the planning. They prepared the meals and they had the food together. I mean, it was just it was an effort. Yeah, they killed everybody. It was an effort from everybody, uh, but you know, big ups because they they were on it. Sure. But it takes it takes some planning. You gotta agree on a place. So we had meetings about what place we wanted to go. You know, um, and we picked this place called Bearview. It was lovely. It was it, you know it was a nice nice place. But there were other places that we just voted on. So mm-hmm. we. We took a poll mm-hmm. and said, hey, who likes this and who prefers this? And so we all just kind of took a poll and we voted and that that ended up being the right spot for Squad 20. And our yes. Squad 20 is just an elite group of adults that <laughs> <laughs> that get together and we try to do one thing or two things a year to just continue to fellowship with one another and just build our relationships, which we've had. And it's, it's been fun. I've been enjoying this Kabat 20 stuff. I'm looking forward to 
the next vacation. But what do you guys think? What was one of your um, the highest or the lowest point or what you would like to see in that in the cabin that we went in? Did you did you have any problems? Did you did you enjoy it? What oh, yeah. Think? It was um, if you don't mind me going first, Jesse. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Uh, it was uh, incredibly fun. You know, during the planning process, we were weighing things like, what do we want more, a fireplace or a hot tub? Or, you know, can we have both? Uh, this particular place had two fireplaces, one on the inside and one on the outside. Two grills, one on the top, one on the bottom, uh, one gas, one charcoal, and a hot tub on the deck that Man. we partaked yeah. in late at night. And the cool breeze hitting you when you're in a hot tub, I got to say, no experience matches that as far as hot tubs are concerned. Yeah, that hot tub was amazing. And uh, I, at first I was kind of leery, you know, with COVID and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. at first I was like, no, I don't think we're going to get in a hot tub. But you know what? You you take a shot, you know, you make sure you smell the chlorine. So if you didn't smell the chlorine <laughs> in the right. hot tub, it's, a, it's probably a clear sign that they did not clean it. Yep. But there was a sign on the door next to them saying they sanitize and they clean it. And once we investigated that, I could smell the chlorine. The water looked very clean, like they mm-hmm. had did exactly what they were okay. supposed to do. So which was which was great. And we got in and man, uh, the Ishmans and the Witties. Maybe I shouldn't say our last name, but it's, it's okay. I'm pretty sure people. I mean, I post this on my Facebook, so I mean, people got okay. to know. Who okay, well, we, we we had a good time sitting in in the hot tub, just talking about life and family and love and kids. It was just we had the groove, the R and B grooves on the on the back deck there. So it was man, we had a good time. The only problem here's the problem: getting out of that hot tub. And like twenty below, <laughs> it felt like bro, twenty I below with you, the windshield. It, it felt, with the windshield, it felt like twenty below, and I got on blowing. I, I about died on the way up the steps. It was so yeah. cold. I feel it like was I was freezing, freezing in midair. Like oh, a, freeze! It was it was but, it was crazy. In this cabin, the doors self lock. A lot of the doors do. And hey, guess what? The one outside the hot tub was had locked. <laughs> I mean, so we had to go. It was another door that uh, my wife had kept open that we were able to run through. But even though it was a foot away, it felt like 20 feet away getting out of that hot tub. Yes, yes. But overall, great experience. I feel like I'm going to jump in again, but I want to give Jesse some time to talk about it. So go, Jesse. Yeah, for me, I think it was the, um, I don't know, my best best experience um, inside the cabin was just, it was so much space, but we were still able to just be, you know, joined as family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that was, that was. I don't know. I'm a memory guy. So that's like a memory that'll stick with me. Like we was just, you know, we had our own space. We was mm-hmm. able to go into our own little rooms and and we had plenty of it. Just how we was able to just all be around each other and just enjoy each other, crack jokes, you know, just really bond. Watch the fight. Just, yeah, watch, watch the, the fight. fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just, it felt like a real family. You know what I'm saying? No, that was cool, man. That was cool. Yeah, yeah that it was, did. That it was, for me, it was, was spacious. It. Yeah, it was very spacious. Like you can go all the way downstairs, and if other people are on the second, third floor, you might not even. You got that first floor all to yourself, and it's just mm-hmm. you know you can just hang yeah. out and chill. But yeah, it's it was very. It was like I said, a lot of steps. The steps was treacherous, boy. <laughs> the steps everywhere. You know. Now, what I want to say is something your wife did that I didn't think about. 
I mean, other people use this cabin, so we got to be cognizant of that. It was very clean when we got there. They had sanitation stickers on things they had sanitized. Beautiful. Right. Love it. Uh, one thing that I didn't even think to do that your wife was doing, she was taking note of everything that wasn't in place or wasn't working. Oh, yeah. So she that was, we she was on point with that. So we would not be blamed for anything. The Keurig didn't work. There was a, a power switch in our room that was not working. And these are minor things. They didn't deter from the you know vacation aspect. But it's important to remember and write down these things that you come across so that you don't get dinged for them when the bill comes and they come through. They're like, look at this. They didn't broke the Keurig, you know, whatever they yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, my wife, she's done, she's done that a thousand times. I'm more excited about getting there and getting to the party. So I don't think of that stuff. You know, I just I'll notice if it's broke. Okay, it must it must have broke. We didn't do it. But yeah, that's true. When you go on these trips and you get inside these cabins, you want to make sure that whatever's not working before you got there, that you take a picture of it, notify the um service people to come out and say, Hey, this we didn't break this because the other person that was there before you might not have mentioned all this stuff. Correct. So then as soon as they go and they survey this thing, you've rented this place, this beautiful place, and all these things are broken. Of course, they're going to say, well, it wasn't broken when so-and-so left. Mm -hmm. Now it's broken. So you always want to make sure, and she's always been able to do that. I kind of be like, okay, well, we'll, we'll deal with it. And I'm usually like, we're here. Everything's it's okay. But yeah, she's like, if that hot tub would have been broken, yeah, we would have been calling somebody. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because we <laughs> had that experience before we got there and the hot top, the hot tub wasn't working. So we had to call maintenance and all this other stuff. But yeah, you, you're supposed to do that. Check for dings, check for holes in the wall, check for broken windows, all this kind of stuff you check for that way you you won't end up footing the bill when you get ready to leave or they get ready to expect inspect the mm -hmm. um, place that you've rented. So, yeah, overall, it was it was nice, man. We had a great time. We played video games mm -hmm. and board games. And I mean, there was a couple of people wanted to put on some boxing gloves and boxing. And, I mean, outside <laughs> in the snow. Yeah, I think I know a couple. I tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I tried to stop them from doing that, but they. they hey, man, it's a vacation, all right? It's a vacation. They want to go out there and get kidney checked. Yeah. Then, I, hey, don't, I don't remember that, but okay. They ruined the vacation, you know. Exactly. But but you know, that was yeah. Good. But all in all, I thought it was great. I think I think the squad twenty. Um, shout outs to Ty and Jay. For you know, yeah. we missed them. They're on the squad. We was able to have breakfast with them before we left, so yes. it was yeah, good to was... see them. And we just we look forward to those vacations. So it was yes, great, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to planning the next one, and maybe we can go somewhere tropical, and it's gonna be great, bro. I think it's something Lord, good. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank All you right. for that, uh, Mike. Um, like always, or not lately, but I have a great uh, teaching tech moment this time, guys. Yeah, teaching tech moment. Teaching, teaching tech moment. 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 Jesse, I don't think I heard you at all this time. Yeah, I don't think he came in. I think Jesse, he forgot what was what going on. What are you on. doing? I am listening. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe okay, it. I missed that. Let's do it again. I missed that. I got yeah, it. you did. You did. Right. I, I, it sounded really good that I got. I, I was. I was thrown off. Okay. All right. Well, if I it sounded good, that. let's not. Let's not. Let's not sell it. All right. Let's keep All it. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so one thing I noticed on this trip is, uh, well, I always do this every trip I go. I have a, a tech grab bag, and it has a little bit of everything in it. 
I have one iPhone okay. cable, one Type C USB cable, and one micro USB cable because those are the most popular right now. So in case anyone's without a cable in their phone, Jamal has them taken care of. And this all fits in a tiny like if you if you bought some headphones in the past, sometimes they come in a satchel. Hey, if you bought like a Crown Royal, you know, and it comes a little yeah, nice satchel, a little baggy. I yeah, got that bag. You can throw all of this stuff in a little baggy, okay? Yeah. So I had a, a phone cable for everybody. I also had, and this doesn't cost much. You can get it for ten dollars. It's just a USB uh, power bank that you know, in case you're sitting on the couch and you're not close to a power outlet, just bring this power bank out and charge your phone. Because in this trip in particular, we played PlayStation games that involved your phone and. Yeah. There is a certain caller brother member whose phone is almost always dead. So I say, do that. <laughs> Wait, hey, I didn't say that was, so you just kind of well indeed you're not going to do that. That person <laughs> brought that up. Always <laughs> dead. Always. Yeah. Hey always. y'all, y'all got a charge. Who got a charger? I think as soon as we sat down in the car before we hit the highway, he's like, hey man, can I plug my phone? Right, right. right. Just I mean, left the house. Didn't charge I, the phone. I, 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 just I left can't my phone. I was dying. That's all I'm saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so in this grab bag, you want to have phone cables, a little bit of uh, one of each, if you have. I mean, you don't have to be the designated tech guy, but sometimes I feel like I have to be. Uh, you want to have a power bank and uh, entertainment device. Now, luckily, the cabin we went to, they had a Chromecast Ultra on one of the TVs. And and uh, one of our caller brother members had the Showtime app, so he was able to see the fight. So using the Chromecast and his Showtime app, we were able to look at it in, uh, you know, amazing 1080p on the big screen TV in the living room. Uh, right. I'm not going to bring an entire router or modem, but, you know, these are a couple of things to make your trip a lot easier, too, especially if you're going to be in a big cabin and you're going to have your own TV, possibly. Sometimes they don't put things on these TVs. Sometimes they do. Like, if you don't want a cable, bring a $25 Chromecast. Throw it in there and cast from your phone. If you right. don't want to spend this time looking mm. at something, like, on the way to bed. Some people do that. Right. Now, let me ask you a question. When you sign into these apps, do you remember to sign out? As well, you should. So, I don't recommend putting your Netflix information in, okay. uh, like, hotels or anything like that. Okay. I mean, right. people can't do much with it other than change your viewing algorithm, which is just can be kind of annoying. Because through Netflix.com, you can say, sign out of all devices. I mean, you'll have right, to re-sign right. in at home, but at least you won't have somebody catching up on Peaky Blinders out in the cabin somewhere. Gotcha, 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 yeah. gotcha. So in case you don't feel like doing that too, a quick and easy uh, way of just, is just bring your fire stick. Uh, Jesse brought his fire stick that has all your information logged in. All you have to do is connect it to the Wi-Fi in the building and then you're yeah. set. You get all your viewing, everything. You don't have to do anything. I remember the password. Oh, yeah. You have to remember your password. Yeah. Mr. Jesse didn't yeah. remember the password to get into his own fire stick. Yeah, you got, you got to know how to get in your stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, for today's teaching tech moment, just before you go out to a hotel, or you and your sweetie get a romantic night out. Just just grab a little bag, uh, grab bag, especially like if you if something happens to your car on the road and you get no way to charge your phone, that power bank could come in handy. I wouldn't recommend living in a car because you won't charge it that often. But a night before your trip, grab that power bank charge it throw it in a bag and just be prepared for anything tech related as far as plugging your phone into a power source right and i wanted to say another thing on that i appreciate you bringing your tech bag and also you brought the speakers the mega oh, yeah, the speakers killed and the music yeah. the speaker was they were the life of the party they kept the music going it was great i mean it set the mood right Man. off 
the back. So if you're out there in those cabins, they might not have the best sound system. So make sure you yes. take some mu- music with you. And um, our tech guy, Jamal, he's he, he, he did yeah, his thing. He had everything. Rome Rome too. Yeah, uh, thank he you. had everything. Season Get one of the Call of the Podcast, we talk about the UE Mega Booms that I used for my 10-year wedding anniversary. That's so right. Check out that episode because, yeah, they came in in a the clutch. They, they're loud. They fill the space. I had two of them. So the guys had one in the basement and we had on the one level two different musics i mean because yep. almost everybody has some sort of streaming service yep so, yep thank you for that guys uh that's well, the teaching moment with the j man and last but not least we got mr jesse here mr life of the party mr uh <laughs> hey can you charge my phone jesse what do you got for us uh so we're gonna talk about uh how did you feel about watching the fight you know in the cabin you know just um who did you think one fight, you know, uh, that is the Adrian Bronner and um, I think it's Javini Santiago, you know what I'm saying, fight. That was a pretty unusual fight for me to see. I want to know what you guys think. Uh, you mind if I go first you, again, Mike? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Only because I'm not as knowledgeable on boxing as these gentlemen are. So it was a learning experience for me. I mean, I think I've seen a total of four fights in my life and three of them were at Jesse's residence. So, you know, as the fight's going on, they're explaining to me like this is, you know, he has to win this fight and you can tell he's tired and look at the body shots. And these are things that I just wouldn't assess. I'm just seeing two dudes just punch each other. But boxing is a very technical sport. So just watching it, if we're going to go on the full circle of camaraderie, I enjoyed the camaraderie of sitting around. We're sitting around the uh, the fireplace looking okay. at the fight, and everybody was just kind of engaged and just helping me out. So that's what I enjoyed about it, keeping me up to uh, up to snuff. Mike? Right. Well, I thought it was boring. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm just hey, saying. Don't I'm mince be, words. I'm, Come on now. <laughs> If I'm going to be totally honest, I, I thought the fight was just uh, a pure snooze fest. He, you were um, asleep, dude. You were gone. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of, it was, it, was, it was a long night. Yeah, he, he did do night. a fight in and out, didn't he? Yeah, it was a long night for me. It was. Um, and let's mention all the ladies, too. My wife and your wife were, like, mouth oh, open. Oh, knocked out. Drooling. Yeah. Oh. yeah, they watched the interview after the fight. That was yeah. probably the most exciting part of the fight. It was. It was yeah, that guy's character. It actually yeah. was. Yeah, so to me, I thought it was a, I guess it was some type of politics in the fight to where I thought uh, Bronner lost to Santiago, if that, if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he lost because it looked like the guy was just getting the best of the better of him the whole fight. and Because mm-hmm. his face was all bloody. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah so I, I thought he won that fight, but it looks like, you know, he knew his place in that match. <laughs> from the, his response at the end he was just like yeah i yeah he won like it was like wow yeah he didn't even he, try he to didn't, contest it or anything he didn't wow. contest it he was like no yeah he won i understand he won and i was like okay this looks staged like to me it felt like <laughs> we're gonna take stage this. card out i'm now, just saying man. it looked like to me that he took this fight and said hey i don't care how bad you beat this guy even if it's close they're going to pick him because you're not as exciting of a boxer as he is and they can bring money in. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big boxing. I've watched most of my fights at Jesse's house as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not a, all together. Yeah. I'm not a real big, I'm not a big 
boxing. Like I don't keep, you know, keep up with what's going on, but I do like to watch and I do like to watch a good fight. And I think the other guy won and it was a bunch of politics in this one. So from what I, <laughs> from what I see, well, okay. um, explain it to us, Jesse, tell us what the real is. Yeah. So I'm a huge boxing fan and I think for Bronner, this was supposed to be a, um, chance of redemption, a chance to show that he's grown. He said he was done with the foolery of disrespecting other races in the boxing ring, which for boxing, you have to understand it's like comedy. You know what I'm saying? You have you need something to motivate you to fight. So somebody may say something racist to somebody else, but it's only it's not out of disrespect because they're professionals. You know what I'm saying? It's just to get, get them the riled fight. up. Right, right. Get the fight hyped up, get people involved, get people on the to buy it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. I don't know too many times where a fight where it's just two people that's calm and cool and it's saying like, we're going to have a great fight. I don't know people that want to pay to see those fights. Right. So, but with this fight, you know what I'm saying? Brian was supposed to be a different man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a mature man, a more polished, a more seasoned man. And he didn't live up to the bill. No. In his exit interview, there were quite a few F-bombs dropped. uh, Yeah. (laughs) About like. He still got that. He still got that moxie. Yeah, and I give him credit for that. He still got that moxie. It's still there. It's just, I don't know, something I think he, and I don't want to just be disrespectful to his camp because it's a black camp and they got him to where he's at. But sometimes you extend to something different, which may be a different set, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. or of black or whatever race, you know what I'm saying. You need to get you to the highest peak that you can get to. And I think maybe with the camp that he's, he's, been in he's reached that peak three like, years ago four years ago so he's outgrown he that yet. So he, he's outgrown the people who's got him there is what you're saying uh, uh i don't want to say it in that manner it's just you need something different you know what oh. i'm saying hey it's man boxing. people change managers all the time i mean yeah boxing outside of different. the ring oh it is no yeah like like one stance could work for you for four years and other boxes see that and got enough tape on that. So now you got to change that up. And the camp that you with don't know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They don't, you know, but it's some boxers that no matter what camp they got, they're going to perform and outdo it. It's just, I think Bronner is in that situation where he needs different everything. <laughs> so his time has passed. <laughs> it sounds like it, man. Is that, is that, that's it, what you t- that's looked what you're like saying. that from this fight. Okay. It's okay. So- to be. It seemed to be, but it was flashes where you saw the brilliance. I, yeah, I can't say it was, has, it was, but it, I'm just going to say, you know, as a, 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 I'm not, a, I'm a novice, I guess, in boxing. Okay. That's like, I'm a novice, right? That, yep. Did I say that right? Okay. Yeah, you did. So, so from the outside looking at in, it looks like he's trying to get the momentum and get back into boxing, right? That's what it, right. that's his goal is. Yeah, that, Who that, do you that was see this fight. It was supposed to be a tune-up fight. Okay. In this tune-up fight, it looked to me that he got tuned up worse than the other guy. Okay. <laughs> right? That's that's uh, he didn't do the it didn't look like to me he did the tuning. So and no, it, did, saying, it was very <laughs> stiff throughout the fight. Now I don't look at a lot of fights, but he didn't throw a I lot mean, of punches. Hey, he, hey, a lot hey, he of punches. took a lot of he took a lot of shots to that belly. He right, did. He took a, right, he took he a lot took of shots. A lot of shots to that belly. But I say this, I say this to say this. I'm, does that make sense? I say this to hey, say this. I'm following you. Yeah, there it is. Okay, check this out. So who is he going to fight next that's going oh, to... Oh, he's stuck. He's stuck now. He has to go out and fight a at least a top seven, eighth, 
you know what I'm saying, round person in 147, 142. And from one through 10 right now, that division is heavily, you know what I'm saying, heavily experienced. And if he looked like that, I feel sorry for when he have to fight that one through eight. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. Mm, You gave me a little boxing lesson there. Not physically, of course, but like I said, the camaraderie during was great. Now uh, we got a little bit of time left, but I want to, I want to talk about some discoveries that I noticed on the mountain. I don't know about you. Uh, All wait, Jesse, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, Here's one discovery I made. Uh, All trash are in giant, very heavy metal bins. And I'm like, absolutely. At first, I'm like, wait, why? Why is this? I'm like, oh, that's right, cause bears. There are bears everywhere, and they, it's like the the mountains don't care. They're just like, you want some Rocky Mountain bear juice or some? How about some bear cozies or something like bear bear everything? Mm-hmm. But not only are they cashing off on the black bear name, they're also like, they we got to keep it safe because those bears. Apparently, I looked it up. A black bear can uh, get a whiff of possible food from 20 miles away. So. Yeah, but that's not going to stop him from going to the containers. They just can't get in them. So there's still a possibility <laughs> that you could be outside. Oh, so that's true. a roaming bear. That's you know, true. Even though the trash is chained up, yeah, it doesn't mean it's, you know, you the bear still can get to it. So I guess that's well, one this? of those things that yeah, you have it, to be careful with. He won't get into the trash, but it smells like they're cooking some fajitas. Oh, well, absolutely. In this cabin. <laughs> I'm just going to wait around. <laughs> and that's why I was kind of glad we did this. In the cold weather, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I we don't, did this in the summer. That's no a possibility. Bears. Everything y'all saying is a possibility. Yeah, yeah they and should be hibernating. They, they should, should be hibernating. Be. <laughs> should starving be. bears will do anything for some food, right? Like if you didn't right. eat enough during that, they'll wake up and eat. Right, 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 don't, right. Don't do that, Jamal. Don't, I'm don't sorry. Hey, it. we're out of the wilderness now. I can say that <laughs> the bears can't hear this. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's talk fans. since we're since we're back on the trip. Let's uh, talk about the trip just a little bit more. Okay. Did you find yourself packing a little or packing too much? And that's another thing I wanted to bring up too in the trip. You you make sure that you you know we packed a lot of food. We had way a lot much. of food. Way too yeah. way too much food. Everything. Yeah, we had a lot of food. I guess we thought people were going to eat more Nonstop. than. Yeah, yeah, not stop. So that's one thing we can adjust next time. Way maybe. too many clothes too. <laughs> oh, yeah, some I of us. Yeah, some I of us. One did. pair of pajama pants and two change of shirts, and I was so comfy. I felt great. My wife had an outfit for every thirty minutes. Like <laughs> she came out of the room with like, "Hey y'all!" I'm like, "Oh, another one." <laughs> Like with the MTV Music Awards, all right? What are you hosting over here? Yes, yes. Yeah. I think I rolled up two outfits in my bag, rolled them up together, and then I put some pajamas in there. So it was, I it was did great. That. I really should have did that. Yeah, it was great. Did you bring I, I too many clothes, light. Jesse? Yeah, I brought about six outfits. Oh, my gosh, oh, for a two-day trip. Because I had a feeling somebody was going to be like, let's go outside doing oh, yeah. COVID and let's do something. But now nah, the camp was responsible. Like, now nah, mm-hmm. we in this cabin, we in this cabin. Self-quarantine. <laughs> well, the height of the mountain kept us in the cabin, too, because it was it, going out at night around yeah. that mountain with no barrier. It was <laughs> yeah. kind of scary coming down that mountain. It was Your, your boy, Darren, I'm, I'm listening. If you're listening, uh, you he was driving in the middle of the road on the way down the hill. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, he wanted to stay off the edges. With the edges. He yeah, did he not want to mess with the edges. edges. I was like, man, if somebody come around that corner, they're gonna 
No, Darren There's was no like, I'm, I'm not getting yeah. in that on that corner. <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, yes, Jamal sir. was whipping it. He was, I love, yeah, I love, yeah. Hey, he every time we would see, ripping it. Yeah, every time we <laughs> I, see I, I him gotta, on a curve, one of those corners, Jamal. I, I, I'll give you credit for that. Thank but, you. We looked up. We're like, "Where's Jamal?" He's dipped through another corner, another, <laughs> another turn. And I'm like, "Man, how fast hey, is he going?" Up in, I'm whipping him. I'm looking at the edge like he's on the edge, but the tire <laughs> oh, Lord, still on concrete. <laughs> I'm like, this is a blessed man. Uh, to be going here. Oh <laughs> I my god! Being, I love driving in the mountains. I can't. Oh get that man! Oh no! He hit them corners and everything, and I mean, he was forty, at least forty-five. I gotta. Oh get no! Yeah, the recommendation was twenty-five, I think. Yeah, uh, I think he was. He was. He was cleaning forty-five. He was whipping good. them. It feels in good. a van. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he needs a van. Use the counterweight to knee. measure. Yeah, it. he's got that need for speed. That's what that is. Uh, it's a video game there, stuff. His wife is sitting there like, that's his favorite car. And I was like, he said that as yeah. he dipped around everything. <laughs> Were you back there holding on to your seat at any point? Not at all, bro. I saw, I saw your lady, though. She was holding on to her hair rest and looking into the uh, <laughs> looking into the rear view mirror at me. Hey, like we caught her several was, times. It, it, the, there was no issues except when it was time to stop. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, so here's the thing about stopping, all right? <laughs> Sometimes stops happen a, a little abrupt for the J-Man, okay? And that's only because the people in front of me wait to the last minute to stop. I, I'm like last, last minute, all right? So they yeah, don't give yeah, me enough time. He, yeah, I, I agree. When he's zoning it, he's zoning it. Hey, but if you got to make that stop. Yeah, everybody hold on. All right. <laughs> Get the headrest, all right? Be ready. Hold on. Uh, it was a fun trip, guys. I absolutely loved it. Uh, thank you for making the time to carve out. And anybody listening to the podcast, I want to uh, give you a little advice. Just, uh, you know, if you have a group of friends, it doesn't have to be as big as like four couples or so, but take that time out. I, I'm a loner by nature. I love my alone time, my quiet time. But the camaraderie and the love that I received from Squad 20 is second to none. So if you have a group of friends, take these kind of trips. It, yep. I'm telling you, it is worthwhile. It's good for the soul. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. You got any yes, uh, final thoughts, Jesse? Man, I just want to say it was beautiful hanging with the family, man. Yes. That was, that was man, that was touching, man. Good. That was really touching. All right, Mike, end us off with a good word. Recovery. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I'm trying to do this week is recover. <laughs> that's great. From all the food and all the alcohol intake, mm. um, I Dude. I need a cleansing. I'm doing a cleansing this week because my stomach is still turned upside down from the the adulting that we did over oh, the weekend. Yours so, too, man. Oh. I got some recovery to do, but I'm gonna be okay. I don't know, so, bros. I feel oh. I feel pretty good over here, man. Right, of, course. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, why would you, Superman Mr. Iron Stomach here? Yeah, yeah, Superman. I was gonna say something, but um, <laughs> the the word for this week into the next podcast is recovery, and then I will be back. All right, good. All well, right. Let's do some recovering. Thanks everybody for listening to the Caller Brother podcast. Thank y'all. Don't forget to like and subscribe on your podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, YouTube Music, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Thanks again, everybody. Peace out. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the meeting today.